0: Hi, it's Kylie Mojadidi, your host of Kylie Says. If you've landed here, then you might be someone like me, a busy mom of two kids working in the corporate world used to the hustle culture that comes along with your day-to-day. But you might also be spiritually curious and into things like human design, yoga, meditation, past lives, manifestation, and more. But maybe like me, you don't really feel like you have a tribe that you can connect to and talk to openly about these topics because let's face it, sometimes they can be a little woo-woo. Here, I cut the bullshit and talk about my experience in my current spiritual awakening. What that looks like to do it still fully employed at a corporate job. What it looks like to be a mom of two raising a family in the Bay Area, one of the fastest paced places in the world. And what it looks like to kind of figure out who the hell I am in my mid-30s. Come and join us. I think we'll have more fun together. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so happy to have you. It is officially one week out from my 35th birthday, which is so strange because I just honestly can't believe that I'm going to be 35. I still remember when I first started in my career that I was about 23 years old and someone had told me at the time, how old are you? You're 23 oh my gosh, you're a baby, one day you'll be 33 like me and you'll be working with all the young people fresh out of college. And in my head, I just found it so appealing to be the young one, fresh in my career with all of this opportunity ahead. And now I'm about to be 35. I'm an SVP at my job and I am working with the next generation that have recently graduated from college and helping them come up in their careers. So it's such an interesting place to be. And a lot of people I feel like really dislike birthdays because it almost becomes this burdensome moment of clarity where you have to really evaluate and understand what you may have not accomplished in the last year or where you may have gone wrong in the last year or where you may not have been able to move forward or reach certain goals and milestones that you were hoping that you'd be able to accomplish in the year before. And I've always loved birthdays. I don't know why and I don't know what it is. It's not that anything special has ever specifically happened on my birthday. I just feel like birthdays are fun and something to be celebrated. And I love the idea of also just celebrating yourself. Celebrate where you're at, what you've done. Celebrate the fact that you've made another year. Even if you didn't reach certain milestones, you've made it another year. You've grown. What have you learned? So some of the journaling prompts that I'm going to be setting for myself over the next week or things like what have I learned over the past year? Where have I grown over the past year? What am I proud of that I've accomplished over the last year? Who have I become over the last year? And while some people will say, you're always the same. You might just like react differently or do things differently. I actually think that, especially for women, as we become moms, you go through a complete evolution. For instance, before I became a mom, I was, and still am, mind you, a hip-hop loving, swearing, partier, drinking all the time, wanting to go out all the time, never taking time to rest or recuperate or really just slow down because it felt unsafe for me to almost be quiet in my mind. I wanted to be involved in Activities where my mind would be quieted by things like social conversations and going out and people watching and drinking and having some of those deep conversations that come up when you're with some of the people that you love the absolute most or being distracted by being around a bunch of people where you have to kind of divert your time and divert your attention and in a way, forcing myself to kind of play small where I didn't have to come face to face with who I really was and some of the issues that I really needed to work through because I consistently filled my time with other people and prioritizing things that didn't necessarily matter. And that's one of the things that I think when it comes to being and becoming a mother, it almost forces you to kind of open up this sense of safety in yourself. Because when you think of safety, when you're a mom, you are your child's safe place they feel safe to explore every single one of their emotions with you because you are the only home that they have ever known. And you are the only home where they can sit with and feel whatever they are feeling with no judgment or with no awareness of anything other than I feel this and I'm looking to you for comfort but we never look at ourselves for those sorts of things. We always look externally for those sorts of things. So for instance, I might look from validation for someone when I'm out who's complimenting my physical appearance. I might look to my husband to say something like, you look pretty today, or I still love you, or wanting to hold my hand or show me physical touch, or getting a compliment at work that validates that I'm doing a good job because it's so hard, especially as moms, to just innately know that you're doing a good job and that you are safe to stop doubting yourself and safe to find safety within your own mind. And I think that especially as you experience postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, the idea of safety becomes this illusion because you are consistently worried about the safety of your children. And if you're providing safe opportunities for them to sleep in, to eat, to go out on a walk, to do all of these things. And recently I've just been thinking about what does safety look like and feel like? Do I feel safe in my body today? And the answer is frankly, no. Do I think that I have made incredible leaps and bounds of progressions forward in my mental capacity and my mental state and my ability to actually deal with the emotions and the systemic conditioning that I have been raised with and that social media has created for me and that I have created for myself through negative cycles and negative thought loops? Yes, 100%. So, I mean, when I look back on the last year, to be totally honest, I have an ability to kind of block things out when I feel like they harm me in some way or when they threaten my ability to move forward due to harm, discomfort, uncomfortability, All of those things. And so I think back to my last birthday and I'm like having trouble even remembering what I did exactly. And I have zero plans for my birthday this year. And it's not because I don't care about my birthday. I love my birthday. I wanna celebrate my birthday all of the time. But I think I care less about it now than I did, especially before I became a mom because now I think about what can I do for myself that's going to fill up my cup to allow me to show up as the best mom and person that I can be in my household, to my husband, to my children, to myself. And what does it actually mean to just be? And I think that that's something that I've been thinking about a lot over the past few days of realizing, oh my gosh, my birthday is in a week. I mean, I have focused so intently my entire life on moving through situations that felt uncomfortable for me by just brushing them under the rug and never really actually dealing with the underlying issue in the first place. And I have spent the last year focusing very, very specifically on working through some of those things and creating practices for myself that solidify a that solidify a practice of health and wellness and like what that means to me. I still innately suffer with drastic low self-esteem and body image issues. And I unfortunately think that that will be something that I deal with at no matter what size my body is. But weight has always been something that has made me feel some type of way. And when I was going through my eating disorder I felt like I finally wanted to be quote unquote seen for the first time for my physical appearance because I loved how I looked and I loved the feedback that I was getting externally from people about my body, mainly my body shape and my body size. You look so fit, you're so skinny. What are you doing? You've disappeared. All of those comments to me were so gratifying because I was burning a thousand calories a day. I was throwing up every single thing that I ate for the most part. I was, you know, drinking excessively on top of that because I was still trying to hide all of these things. I felt like I was lying to myself, but I didn't want to be seen for what I was doing. There's so much mental back and forth that goes into eating disorders like I experienced. But now, I one thing that I've come to kind of identify in some of my meditation and my journaling is that I no longer feel safe in my physical body, but I feel 100 times safer in my mental body. And I know that that doesn't make sense, but my mental state of mind is so much better than my physical body represents. I have gained a lot of weight. I feel incredibly uncomfortable in my current body, almost like I'm in someone else's body. And when I look in the mirror, or try on clothes, it does not feel like me. And that is a very uncomfortable place to be. And I wanted to be at a different place by my birthday, to be totally honest. I had made you know, some, I don't wanna say goals, but I had made, some statements or put out visions and manifestations of where i wanted my body to be by this time and i'm not there and instead of instead of feeling like shit about it and saying oh my god i'm a terrible person i've been so focused on people pleasing and a constant need for validation that i have not been able to actually focus on myself but the truth of the matter is i have been focusing on myself but i've been focusing on my mind And part of that has meant that I have had to kind of slow down the process of focusing so heavily on my body when I don't feel that I've had the energy to push myself in the way that I think I'm going to need to, to reach the physical goals that I have for myself, which is to be honest, it's about losing like 50 pounds or so. And that's in addition to gaining muscle and all of those things. And I wanna be able to live in a way that makes me feel confident without feeling like I'm restricting everything about my life because that was something that I did for so long that I do not think I have the mental capacity to restrict my life in the same way that I did in the past. It's just not something that I am willing to do anymore. And I am so proud that I have come to that realization, despite how long it took me, because mind you, it took me an incredibly long time to get to this place alone. But the fact that I got here at all, means that I have done something right. And that is a huge, I mean, that is a huge, incredible moment for me. So I have to say I'm proud of myself and that's something that I think is really hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say why Why are you proud of yourself? Like, yes, you're doing everything you're supposed to do. You're a mom. Of course, you're supposed to show up for your mom, like for your kids. You know, of course, you're supposed to do, you're supposed to do all the things you're doing and taking care of the house, taking care of your husband, taking care of your kids. And of course, taking care of yourself comes with it too. Like, of course, there's no question about that. But one thing that's really important to keep in mind is that you are not a bad person or a self-absorbed person if you're able to actually say that you're proud of yourself. And that's something that I take very seriously because I feel like the growth that you have to go through to be able to say you're proud of yourself can be very uncomfortable. The growth that you have to go to, to be able to say, you know, I am in awe of what I've been able to do and how I've been able to grow is wild, I mean, it's truly wild how as as moms in particular, we put ourselves last so many times, and to be able to just focus on yourself and focus on the truth of who you really are and finding out what that looks like, it's incredible, it's amazing. I think being able to identify how your journey to finding yourself and what your freedom actually looks like, your freedom of self is really big. I mean, be I have had to be incredibly honest about my current reality and how I'm rethinking what my priorities look like in my life. And one thing that's continuously been hard for me is kind of just embracing my light and refusing to dim it to fit in. I have always been heavily focused on what other people think and have required outside validation. And as I'm looking to kind of bring more information to the world about human design and how you can show up as your as your energy type and what your self theme and your not self actually looks like, I want to be able to share more of that. But I still think about, oh, what is so and so going to think? Oh, how is this going to, quote unquote, perform instead of just focusing on what truly lights me up, which is this podcast interviewing women who are doing amazing things, who have made names for themselves, who don't give a fuck about what other people think about them and they can just move forward through life as themselves. I think that that is such an incredible place to be and it takes a lot of work to get there. It's really hard. So I I think I've made. I've made leaps and bounds, but one thing that I need to keep moving on is. The fact that I need to be my biggest supporter and my biggest encourager to continue to basically continue my journey to find myself and to continue my journey of you know, asking myself questions of why am I not all in on myself? If I'm all in on my kids, if I'm all in on my job, if I'm all in with my husband, if I'm all in on doing all of these other things, why in the heck would I continue to put myself last? And I'm 100% a self-sabotager when it comes to this topic in particular about why would I not be able to put myself first? What's holding me back from continuing to show up as the best person that I can be? And I am, me first and a mom second but truly I love being a mom so much that I want my kids to know that it's okay to be vulnerable that it is absolutely 100% okay to take time for yourself to do self-care that it is okay to struggle as long as you get back up again and identify what got you to that place and move forward from it and learn from it, surrender to being curious about what makes you tick, what makes you feel good. And this is why I just love human design so much. And I talk about human design and how I love it so much, but then I I am still clearly struggling in certain areas. And it's worth saying that human design is not going to solve all of your problems overnight. I have been heavily conditioned in some of the ways that I think in the ways that I feel good about myself in the way that I consistently need validation from people on, and I want feedback on how I'm doing. I wanna consistently be told you're doing a good job. And moving forward, I wanna put a lot more emphasis on identifying what makes me feel good about myself. And those seem to be the small things in life, like moving my body. When I actually get a good workout in, I feel so much better about myself, but sometimes I put it off because I just feel so tired. But as soon as I exercise, I find that I have all of this energy to just move around and do things that make me feel good. It boosts my creativity and increases my dopamine. It makes me wanna move. It makes me wanna do things and show up for myself. I also have realized that I definitely need to have a clean space. And when I have a cluttered space, it makes me genuinely feel cluttered. And I feel like my energy moves about in these hectic ways instead of just this calm, peaceful, energetic flow, like the ocean where, your energy moves in and out. I feel like it almost is more like a thunderstorm where it's bouncing off of the ground kind of, and it's like this hectic energy. So that's one thing that I'm working on is trying to make sure that my spaces are set up for me so that I can actually focus in the way that I wanna focus so that I can actually feel good in this in the spaces that I'm creating for myself. And really, I mean, I think one of the things that I 100% want to focus on and continue to focus on is who, who do I want my kids to see and not just for them, but for me, like, who do I want to be? Who do I want my kids to look at and, say oh I'm so proud of my mom for this and I also am just getting a little bit sick of looking at myself in certain photos and feeling like oh my gosh I wish I would have put in more effort because one thing that I'm finding is that in order for me to actually transform in the way that I want to be I need to do things differently than what I've been doing today I need to not complain, 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 and then make no forward momentum. And one of the things that I think is really big in this is taking risks. I need to be completely unafraid to jump to the side of effort, because sometimes I wanna do the laziest thing possible and see the biggest results. And I need to just come to the conclusion that it does not work that way. You can't just sit idly by and expect that everything's going to show up at your door. And yes, of course I believe in manifestation, but that comes with some effort. You can't just sit on your behind and manifest the perfect partner when you never leave your house or engage with another human being and expect that they're gonna ring your doorbell and say, I finally found you. And Anna Grace Newell said something recently that I thought was, Honestly, something that I actually absolutely needed to hear. She said that compliments don't come to you most likely, unless you're complimenting other people and that she is frequently complimenting other people. Oh my gosh, your outfit looks amazing. Oh, I love your hair. What a great lip color. And she is consistently doling out compliments. And one thing that she's found is the more that she compliments others, the more the people compliment her. And I actually found this to be true when I was at the super bowl, I was completely, I was in such a good space when I went to the super bowl, I just felt so good. I had put some energetic practices around myself going into that environment, knowing that there might be a ton of people and a ton of energy that I didn't want to absorb as my own. And I really wanted to protect my own energetic field. And, I feel like I got the most compliments from people that I had ever received, from people that I found to be beautiful and validating for myself, where I had no self-esteem issues really that weekend. And it was so powerful for me to just feel completely in myself and be confident and comfortable in who I am and have that reflected back to me through other people that I would immediately look at and think like, oh, wow, they I love this about them. Or, oh my gosh, they have such a beautiful, you know, energy about them. Like I I wanna be their friend and then giving them a compliment and saying exactly what I'm feeling and then having them say something back to me when they absolutely don't have to. I do think that I've tried to also be a little bit more mindful about some of my friendships in the past year and focusing in on the people that I really want in my life and trying to make a valiant effort to tell them how I feel, how much I value them and making and putting in the energy and time to go see the people that I love, even if they live far away. And even if it feels super inconvenient at the time, one of the things that my husband and I talk about at times is the people that you want to be in your life, you have to show up for them, even if it's inconvenient, and even if you don't want to, and it goes vice versa. And you will know who those people are when you give them an offer to show up for you and they choose to do so, or they choose to not do so. And obviously there are times when people are not going to be able to show up for you, and that is okay, but I'm talking about the simplistic things where you know that people can easily come. Recently, all of our friends came to my daughter's first dance recital and it meant the absolute world to me. It was not the most exciting event. It was a little kid's dance recital that was honestly a bit of a hot mess, but it was so fun to see my daughter thriving and all of her friends' bought her flowers and we have these beautiful bouquets around the house and she was so proud of herself. She got out there and did her twirls like nobody's business. The crowd started cheering for her when she started doing her twirls across the stage. Her teacher was almost in tears at how proud of her she was. It was such an amazing moment and such a proud moment for me as her mom to just see how far she's come and how much she's grown and just built a level of confidence in herself that made me so proud and was just such a good solid reminder a that we're doing something right and giving her these opportunities to show up for herself so that she can start to build trust in her own ability to do things and to come out on top and be successful, put herself in situations that are a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, this is makes me a little nervous. And she told me beforehand, she was a little bit nervous and I just reaffirmed for her. You can do this, honey. And let's talk through it. Like what makes you nervous? And why are you nervous? And you know this, we've practiced this. I believe in you. All of your friends here believe in you. We can't wait to see what you can do. And, i do think that it can get harder and harder when you become a mom to kind of find those best friends who want to do and are into the same things as you and i will say that as, as i've gone down this more spiritual path it has been a little bit difficult at times because i don't necessarily feel like i have a spiritually minded community where i can focus on doing things like loving and moving my body holding us you know holding each other accountable to fitness routines and to eating well and I'm sure that if I asked, my friends would 100% support me on this, but I think we're all in different spaces in life. And one thing that I wanna continue doing and figuring out kind of how to do is creating my own like wellness sanctuary in my home, in my backyard, in my bedroom, in my office, and taking advantage of time that I have to either move my body or meditate and, not just sit mindly in front of the television. I wanna read and continue to explore and build podcast episodes that make me feel good and just focus on content that makes me feel great and building habits that will help me create the foundation for the life that I actually want. And I think one of those one of those things has always been associated with body and physical image, but I at this point have been so far gone from a body image that makes me feel comfortable and confident, I cannot actually imagine how freeing it would feel to just be able to wear whatever I want or go in a bathing suit and feel like I'm in my best shape mentally and physically. And part of that process for me is really entering my highest self. And I talk a lot about my highest self and I talk a lot about finding yourself, which I have done. But I think the one thing that I have not yet really mastered is how do I consistently show up for me? Because I wanna show up for other people and I think I do that really well, but consistently showing up for myself is hard for me. It's the first place that I or the first thing that I put off incessantly is myself. If I feel like there's something else that I can prioritize that will take my mind off of actually having to focus on doing the hard work, I will. And so I need to focus more on getting comfortable in the uncomfortable and reminding myself that I don't need all of these things to be able to reach some fitness goals and that I can do things from the comfort of my own home. I don't need a fancy gym. I don't need a fancy class. I don't need this sort of clothing, I have all of the things and the tools that I need here. Part of it is, you know, being more mindful about what I'm eating. Part of it is prioritizing movement during all times and adding certain exercises that challenging me. And I hear a lot of people talk about I'm in my this era, I'm in my that era. And I feel like I've been in my, my mindful era, and I need to transition into my, my my courageous era and my, I don't give a fuck era in following through of what makes me feel happy. And that's creating content and sharing messages that make me feel really good and lift me up and make other people feel good. And then finding ways to let go of whatever no longer serves me anymore. Whether it's a certain type of food, an eating habit, a mindset or whatever. I want the rest of 2023 through 2024 for myself and my, personal journey to be one focused on only serving my highest self and letting go of anything else that does not serve me and being mindful enough to say, this no longer serves me, I let this go. This serves me, I bring this in. And instead of feeling like I'm cutting things out, feeling like I'm meaningfully adding things in and focusing more on how I can co-partner, almost like co-parenting myself with the universe. I wanna be able to co-parent myself and think about what dreams do I have that I could easily manifest for myself and working hard on that process so that I can continue to build trust in myself. Because one of the best ways to continue to build trust in yourself is to put yourself in situations where you'll reach a goal that you promised yourself that you would, or that you promised yourself that you would make time to do a 30-minute workout, and then fulfilling that promise to yourself. If you will if you will let yourself break a promise to yourself, you will undoubtedly break promises to other people. And I don't want to be that type of person. I want to be someone who is incredibly mindful and intentional about the things that I do with my own time and how I spend it with myself when I have time to myself and how I spend it with my family and... Remaining consistent is one of the things that I have not been able to do. So how do I stay consistent with eating healthy throughout the week, consistently moving, journaling, and getting closer to my wellness goals? So I think, well, I talk a lot, you know, I don't necessarily wanna make goals only focused on my physical self, but I need a lot of help to get myself into a place where I feel like I'm seeing results and that I keep, I have this sense of motivation And I wanna be able to heal my gut health. I wanna be able to heal my hormones and all of those things are possible if I just put in the consistency. So this message for you and this declaration for myself over the next year is to get into my wellness era. I need, this is my commitment area my commitment era. This is my time and my year to show up as me, to do the things that make me feel whole, to show up as the person that I wanna be, to be the friend that I wanna be to other people, to create moments for me, myself, and my girlfriends for self-love, to stay motivated while doing things like traveling, to focus on building muscle and protein and happiness, to smiling more, to responding to situations that make me feel good, to not doubting myself anymore, to not feeling like I can't do something for some reason and to moving past fear because I have been living in this fear-based place for so long and I think that that has heavily contributed into me gaining weight because I've been so fearful of trying to actually reach certain goals that I have been hiding in my fear and it has been manifesting as adding additional weight so that I can continue to feel like i need to hide myself away and i need to hide these layers of myself that i so desperately want to make clear and feel like i don't have anything to hide away from anymore so this era of myself that i'm hoping to bring to the forefront in the next year is all about focusing on how do i show up as my best self how do i be in my truth era how do i show up as my true self how do i continue to show up for myself and building a platform for myself that focuses on what it's like to actually be super healthy and that it's cool to be healthy. It's cool to care about what you eat. It's cool to care about how you feel. It's not cool to Only eat things that make you feel shitty and then complain about them. Honestly, who wants to hear about someone consistently complaining about something that they could have likely changed? And I feel like I've been in that cycle for so long that it no longer serves me and it no longer serves anyone around me. Especially my husband who's had to listen to me complain about my weight, how I feel about myself for so long. It's got to be incredibly frustrating to just say, you can make all of these changes. You just need to do it. Like, why are you not focusing more? And he's never said any of those things, but if I were him, I would be thinking them deep down. Like, you can make these changes. It's going to be hard and you're going to have to put in a lot of work, but you can do it. And do I have a ton of extra time to be doing all of these things? Yes and no. Like, wake up earlier, go to bed earlier, focus on what makes you feel good, focus on showing up and feeling the best that you can possibly feel, making the time, and doing things that make you feel good. You don't have to drink just because your family is. You don't have to do things just because your family is. If I can just focus on things that make me feel good and really focus and hone in on my why, I think I'll be able to show up for myself in ways that make me feel so happy, so secure, and so proud of myself that there will be 100% no doubt in my mind that when I show up for myself a year from today, I'll be the person that I've always wanted to be. And I'll be the person that has transitioned from a place of self-doubt to a place of self-love and that is what i hope for every single one of you thank you so much for stopping by if you feel compelled please leave a review or a rating of this podcast on apple podcasts or on spotify it helps me tremendously this is something that i do in my spare time because it means so so much to me and if any of my messages has have resonated with you at any point in time I would love for you to share that. Please feel free to send this to a friend or to share it on any of the channels in which you show up if you think that it might help someone else. I so deeply appreciate you and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to all of the things that I have said and talked about so far. Have an absolutely amazing day and I hope that you continue to show up as yourself and whenever your birthday is, know that it is never too late to show up as your best self. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.